0: I'm Justin.
1: I'm Allison.
0: And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 39.
1: Yeah! And what is Robots on Typewriters?
0: I am glad you asked. Robots on Typewriters is all about funny, generative, creative computers. Uh, We like to highlight things from all around the internet where computers make creative content of their own or help creators make cool stuff. And then we like to make computers help us make some cool stuff as well in our trashy toy. But before we get to the trashy toy, we have the zesty hat where we highlight something cool from around the web. Uh, what should I do first? Justin's Twitter bot corner or my proper hat? Let's oh, do my Twitter yeah, bot. Yeah, do Twitter first. bot
1: corner first.
0: Yeah, so it it works out pretty well right now that like I'm almost on like an every other week kind of situation with when I have to turn in a new Twitter bot uh, for my computational creativity class. So every time I get the hat, I get to tell you what my bot's currently up to. So last yeah. we spoke, it was doing roses or red poems now. Uh, it's doing Match Game. I would ask, are you familiar with the game show Match Game? But I know I've made you watch some of it. It's true. Uh, match Game is an old favorite of mine. So We weren't told go make a Match Game bot, that Professor <laughs> isn't me on a power trip. Uh, but someday we were told- it will be. <laughs> we were told sometimes you have a whole bunch of data and you don't know what to do with it. So We were given data that was scraped from- analogies uh, I believe on film reviews I think it was from IMDB but I'm not sure uh, where anytime a, an algorithm would spot as blank as a blank uh, it would scoop up the the adjective part of the analogy and like the object and mm-hmm. then just make a big old spreadsheet out of that and some of them of course were ironic like if it said like he that movie was about as funny as a funeral or something like that. It mm. would be considered an ironic analogy. So, we had this massive spreadsheet of analogies, and we were told, go use the ironic ones somehow and use mm. whichever ones you like and frame them in some kind of way. So, I decided to make them uh, play Match Game. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Match Game, it follows. A favorite convention of ours, and that is a Mad Lib style <laughs> joke delivery, where and it all they often had kind of trope characters on Match Game. It was a seventies game show. Um, it was a simpler time. <laughs> so, for example, I'm going to read uh, the very first Match Game tweet that my Twitter bot came out with, and it features Old Man Periwinkle. So that was a, a recurring character in some of the Mad Libs on Match Game. Uh, it was also a, a trope that they would say, "Character is so blank, so whatever," and the audience would say, "How whatever is he?" And then they would reread the prompt because the audience participation interrupted. You, you, you understand. <laughs> Here's the first tweet: "Old man Periwinkle is so boring. How boring is he?" Old man Periwinkle is so boring, he'd probably say, blank, that sounds like a fun weekend. And in match game, that's not the whole tweet. Uh, he interrupts the middle of this tweet to say. Um, <laughs> in match game, you would get that that style of a, a Mad Lib and a blank, and you, the contestant, would have to write down something to fill in the blank, and you would try to match with celebrities on the celebrity panel. Um, and that's how you score points, won money. So, my bot not only gives you that blank so you can play along at home, but then it randomly picks an actual match game celebrity and assigns an answer to them. So, for that one, Old Man Periwinkle was so boring, he'd probably say, blank. That sounds like a fun weekend. The rest of the tweet, Betty White says, tofu.
1: <laughs> That's actually really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it creates uh, frames like that that don't always work but sometimes they make something funny like that and yeah occasionally lucky me that Betty White was the first one in there Mm -hmm. Uh, they might even have a celebrity you've heard of
1: that is really good. I honestly am. I, I desperately needed this explanation of this Twitter bot because I've been seeing the tweets and I've been like, I don't understand what's going on here at all. Like I thought I knew, but I do not. So, <laughs> and I didn't want to. Yeah, ask, this so. is uh,
0: this is for people who are really in the Match Game lore. If you're like way in <laughs> on Match Game,
1: that is the most Justin thing I've ever heard said.
0: I mean, last week I was making poems about baseball because of the romantic poetic history of baseball, (laughs) and now I'm making a match game bot in my computational creativity class. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I actually died like three years ago, and all of this has just been a dream since then.
1: It's really the only thing that makes sense. I'm telling Uh, you. Some of these-
0: (laughs) Some of these don't work so well, especially because for whatever reason the algorithm that scraped these replaced a lot of whenever the word a would appear, or replaced it with the. So that oh, made no. really odd configurations like the latest tweet, "Dumb Dora is so dumb. How dumb is she? Dumb Dora is so dumb. She'd probably lose an IQ contest against." and Fanny Flag said, "The rat." <laughs> Now who a rat that? would kind of make sense. <laughs> the rat is real weird. Don't
1: want to know who the rat is.
0: <laughs> yeah, capital T, capital R, yeah. the rat. Hate <laughs> him. So that's my my class bot. Um I just update whatever whatever it's doing. I replace its code each week, so it doesn't stay on any topic for too long. If you want to follow it, it's at comp forty seven four ten. C O M P four seven four one zero. Uh it's a really easy name to remember and to follow, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll tweet it out or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll it'll keep on moving on topic week by week. Yeah.
1: That's so cool. So awesome. moving
0: away from Twitter bots, which so often dominate the hat sphere, <laughs> I have a botnik based zesty hat for you this week. Yay. So there was a botnik post recently that inspired uh, this week's hat. This is a, a tour of botnik both new and old.
1: <laughs> so
0: the new botnik post was Yelp reviews of Paris. I think this was just a you know a community all working on it together so yeah, there's a, a ton of people listed down there including Jamie Brew and that becomes relevant for the second half of this. Uh, Jamie Brew, of course, the the founder, head honcho of Botnick. Here's some reviews of Paris. One star, Notre Lame is not allowed to be in my friends. Prepare to be fooled by a tour guide who is not polite. Your tour guide is beautiful and very exciting, but you will be fooled by the false details of (laughs) how everything is sacred and glass is amazing. It is not. It was absolutely stunning to see how disrespectful the gargoyles are. When I realized how disrespectful the gargoyles are, folks, I just walked right away and I went into winter of my own opinion of the gargoyles.
1: Wow. My
0: primary advice is to go everywhere in Paris, but this dark and gray hunchback of a cathedral. <laughs> I wish this church was on its way to get stained and shocked in front of a wedding. Wow.
1: That is phenomenal.
0: You can contrast that with this five-star view of the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower of wo- five stars, the Eiffel Tower of wood is definitely worth <laughs> screaming at. Generations of people have loved this iconic cultural tower. The game is to climb as much as you are able to before the Eiffel Tower collapses. The tower is leaning too much and you must purchase a little cart to take you up to the summit. You can't get a plastic container of wooden tiles for dropping there, so you have to remember to buy one from Amazon. I loved seeing the family together on top of the tower as it started to be susceptible to falling apart. Beware of the street vendors trying to scam you. If you like watching hundreds of children selling trinkets and devices, you will lose your shit when you see this place. (laughs) All the kids try to sell cheap imitation awareness for a special prize. It was cheaper to enjoy the tower from my hotel room before closing my eyes at night. If the Eiffel Tower is a carousel, I am obviously a runner that never gets knocked down because I was still enjoying the Eiffel Tower in my late memories as I waited (laughs) for the next world to come.
1: Fun place to
0: kiss with a group of teenagers both ways and then take pictures (laughs) of France before it's too late
1: really good. Oh, that is like that
0: one is cool. accompanied by a picture of where the Eiffel Tower would be replaced with a Jenga tower.
1: <laughs> that is so good, and I'm I'm really hoping that what you're about I, I feel like I know what you're about to go into because these are definitely harkening back to something that uh, you know, really endeared us to the like the botanic stuff back in the day. Um and it th- these are these are so funny. Really good,
0: yeah, so these really uh tickled me in a special way. that sounded really weird. <laughs> these really struck me in a special way because of how long we've been following botnik because of kind of the history we have with enjoying these posts so before botnik was botnik, it was uh. It was just a, a Tumblr blog called Object Dreams objectdreams.tumblr.com was uh, Jamie Brewer's Tumblr for things he made with uh, what later voice came books. to be known as botanic keyboards but used to be a little the PT voice box python program that I very briefly had on my computer <laughs> oh as well. My God, same. <laughs> um, and some of the some of my favorite posts from Object Dreams were the Yelp reviews back then. So I'm really glad to see the return to form with Yelp reviews coming back. Yeah. So here is a five star Amazon review of a fire extinguisher from Object Dreams. This was posted back in December of 2016. Five stars. Everyone should own a lot of these extinguishers. (laughs) I like to be prepared for anything from fire to burning, and I think everyone should (laughs) own a lot of these extinguishers. We needed one for my husband, who had been (laughs) unable to use any of the fire extinguishers in his work truck I bought. And I- and his work truck, and I bought two extinguishers for my car, and then I bought four extinguishers for my daughters of the road, and I ordered several (laughs) thousand of them for my different trucks and cars. I have tested it on the highway, and I am somewhat concerned that the status of the Jeep is on fire, but I feel safer knowing that I have this extinguisher. For my son's new truck, I bought multiple extinguishers so he could have them around just in case a fire breaks out in his life or property. He said that this will be very important because he says that it seems to be like a fire can kill him in a matter of minutes. Classic example of a guy who has been fascinated with the wood of his mind. That was about 10 years ago when I was crazy, but I was very effective. It it goes on. It's um, so
1: good. I forgot how good that one is. It's so good.
0: Uh, there is one that I was really looking for. It was a Yelp review that I think kind of was like the tipping point for me where it was like, this is the funniest stuff I've ever read and I need to get involved (laughs) in this. Yeah. Oh, wait, I found it. (laughs) Five stars. Megabus is where I am the best of people. Megabus is definitely no taxi. Megabus is better than a sidewalk. Megabus (laughs) is like sitting on a plane to the destination. Megabus is responsible for my trips from beginning to end. I can pay cash for a round-trip bus from point A to point Megabus. The price is definitely worth the bus ride. The bus is equipped with a perfect bus customer. The bus is pretty epic and I got to drive it, probably because I am the bus driver on the road to Philly. It's like so subtle that like the the joke is buried in like the it last is... line of the third paragraph oh. that this this five star like idiotic mega bus review <laughs> is by the bus driver.
1: It is so masterful. It's so good. I like
0: sitting on the bus that I took from Philly to Boston. I did not experience a car on the bus, but I actually did have a bus ride. I spent a big time in a great bathroom on the Megabus. Megabus is where the bus is Zen with Megabus. It's all Megabus. It's all based on the road. Megabus is a plus on a plus on a plus. Yeah, I think when I read- I, I actually like can remember where I was and like who I was with <laughs> when I read that one like out loud I must this must have been posted before I was even aware of the blog too because this was posted in July of 2016 but I can remember reading it in like fall of 2016 uh, really? around some of my college friends in our like common room and I remember like basically crying mm-hmm. at. Yeah. I got to drive the bus. I got to drive it, probably because I am the driver on the road to Philly.
1: <laughs> it's so good.
0: Oh, it like man. demonstrated to me for the first time what this genre yeah. of like human guided but generative text was capable of. That like, for sure, the twist in that story is like so kind of jarring and out of nowhere that I think you kind of need the help of a predictive keyboard right. to. Get there.
1: Was it before we found this blog that we used to like take your sister's phone and like type things on her predictive text to her friends? Yeah, it and, must like, have been laugh like at, at least how funny right around was? the same time. Because like we would do that and we thought that was hilarious. Like we would cry laughing at that like just the stupid absurd text we would send to her friends. And then we we found stuff like this and we were like, oh, this is like this is like writing like this is using this stuff to think creatively and write comedy and it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly
0: exactly it went from like the joke was that it made no sense to the joke is that it actually makes sense and that there's actual like timing and delivery and yeah. writing involved in it yeah and it kind of i think for both of us finding this and kind of at the same time finding ai weirdness demonstrated the kind of potential of like this whole genre this whole field For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just like a a new post on Botnik that made me nostalgic for our kind of discovering of this stuff in general. So thanks to Botnik. Thanks to Jamie for uh, making Botnik, making Object Dreams, making those Yelp reviews.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that was a phenomenal hat. Thank you for it, and so that means I'm gonna take us on into the trashy toy, and um, we're gonna play a game that's somewhat like our game RNN, real net Nick, except there is no Nick in this one. So I'm glad that you did cover the botnik territory on this episode because I just used text gen RNN for this. Um, Hell yeah! And uh, There's like a
0: testament to text gen RNN that it used to be when we wanted text gen stuff. You would have to send stuff to me and like mess around, but it's so easy (laughs) to use that now it's like when you want a a quick, you know, pop it in the microwave, trashy toy. Text gen RNNs, good for it.
1: Exactly, because I, I, I yes, I, I had to kind of make this game fast today. And um, I, I wanted it to be part uh, neural net, part botnik, but botnik stuff takes a little bit longer to write and curate than, rather than just like, yeah, letting this little thing do its thing and then picking out the best uh, the best bits that it throws Wait, out I there. Re-
0: I learned today there's a word for that, for like generating Ooh. a bunch of stuff and then like... <gasps> letting the human pick or having something like maybe a human picking this after. sounds
1: like a word we're gonna
0: use all the time it's called facmac. oh it's like fast fast something i don't even know whatever never mind
1: <laughs> Facmac. okay um i'll look
0: that up while you keep talking
1: okay so uh i'm gonna make you guess some things today you're gonna be guessing some real from fake and it is uh Genre of stuff that you don't really know that much about, so that's why it's a challenge. Uh,
0: Mac fac Many are called, few are chosen.
1: Oh, is, so wait, is that not just a term in uh, this stuff, or is the, is that a term? Is is that like specific um, I, to?
0: As far as I know, it's like a computer science and oh, like okay. computational creativity like term.
1: Oh, crazy! That's like that's yeah. good to know um,
0: yeah because that's what we do with like that's <laughs> every the day. gimmick of yeah. text gen R N N stuff anyway
1: yeah um but yeah so th- this game you're gonna be guessing some real from fake and some stuff that I know quite a bit about and you know next to oh, nothing God. about my
0: my head is already racing as to what the topic is going to be do you want to guess chess I bet
1: <laughs> chess. <laughs> Did you say chess?
0: Yeah, chess
1: ca- Go characters. Go broader.
0: Musicals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not just chess. Um, <laughs>
0: I was like, how many characters are there in chess? Is there one for each square on the chessboard? I listened to the February project about it.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, your first one in chess characters, real or fake, Florence Vassy. Snoop-doo lady. (laughs) All right. Um, But yeah, so uh, what I have done is I I scraped up two different uh, lists of I did musical titles, and songs from musicals. And i these are all particularly obscure. Like I don't even, I, I don't know most of these. And that is for the purpose of them being A, sometimes a little absurd and B, not culturally relevant enough for you to know at all. Um, red
0: okay that makes sense
1: yeah uh, so um, I generated a bunch of musical titles and songs from uh, and songs and I've paired them together um, I- I've made up some pairs, uh, I just kind of threw them together in a, what seemed maybe logical to me, and um, I'm gonna give you eight different. Um, I I have eight sets of these things, and you're gonna tell me which one's real and which one's fake in each one. So, are you ready for your first one?
0: Hell yeah, I am. Okay. Especially glad that these are like not culturally relevant because when you were first <laughs> queuing it up, I was like, oh man, she's gonna like name like the main song from <laughs> Chicago or something, and I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't know, fake.
1: <laughs> no. First set, Stranger Moons from a show called Star Men, or okay. Ham and Eggs from a show called Adding Machine.
0: Oh man, the first one sounded kinda of real, but Ham and Eggs from Adding Machine sounds super real to me for some reason.
1: Do you want to make any guesses about what you think these shows and songs might be about?
0: Um, yeah, so I think Adding Machine is basically the same as a uh, imitation game cuz like they're all kind of computer science history terms so ham and eggs would just be like the first song in the musical and it's just like you know we're just just a bunch of normal dudes that eat breakfast but then we also and have to win the war with our math skills yeah uh, we're, yeah we're just working 9 to 5 yeah um what was the other show <laughs> starman by david bowie
1: Stranger Moons uh from Starmen.
0: Yeah, I mean that one's that one's like uh, what's the Sandra Bullock like Lost in Space kinda of movie? Gravity. That yeah. one's that one's gravity, basically, but instead mm. of uh, heterosexual romantic tension between George Clooney and Sandra Bullock, it's two dudes who are like astronauts <laughs> that fall for each other because they've been just like in space together alone for a long time.
1: That sounds um, amazing. And
0: different moons is kind of like a, a metaphorical, like they're literally <laughs> seeing different moons. Like they're seeing like the moons of <laughs> Jupiter, but also like their life now is completely a different perspective than it was when they wow. left the earth.
1: That's beautiful. Thanks. I love that. But uh, I think it's
0: completely made up. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> and I think the one about ham and eggs is real.
1: <laughs> You're correct. Um Hell yeah. I. I know nothing about adding machine, um, I just found it on a list today. I, I've never heard of it before, um, but I think it has something to do with math, that's all.
0: Yeah, sounds right.
1: All right, your next set. I landed on him from a show called Floyd Collins or I'm no Mark from a show called Big Carol.
0: Wow, so either Lloyd Collins or Big Carol is real?
1: Yeah, Floyd Collins it is.
0: Floyd Collins, I landed on him. Mm-hmm. So Floyd Collins was the name of one of the two astronauts. It's kind of a play on a uh wasn't one of the Apollo spin-off? thirteen guys something Collins?
1: I don't know, man.
0: I think Collins is the name of a famous astronaut. So it's a reference to his name and it's about when they actually do kind of miraculously get back to Earth and that's the big number where they explain their newfound relationship.
1: <laughs> really good. I, I um, like the idea of um, th- this was actually the first musical sequel before uh, Mamma Mia 2 and I guess Love Never Dies and whatever the hell that was. I yeah, love, exactly. yeah, Musical this sequels is... are huge. <laughs> I mean this is time. like
0: back during the space race and all so like they were just pumping out anything about space because True, they knew it would sell yeah. big. There's a
1: lot of but space Also musicals. it was the mid
0: seventies and they were pumping out I guess these gay love stories that were selling big yeah.
1: too. Yeah, Broadway's a, a lot. different place. Yeah.
0: Um so the other one was called what? Big Gale? Big Big Carol. Big Carol. Yeah.
1: Big <laughs> and Gale. The, the
0: musical number is I'm no mark. Yeah. All right, yeah. So Big Carol is about your cat at home. Um, <laughs>
1: whose name is Cassidy? I I
0: would like to add. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it's just a musical about her kind of daily daily life.
1: She is very. Um, big, it's right? kind of an
0: Aristocats kind of thing where it's like slick talking street cats, <laughs> Which and is, it's like yeah. she's like the Aristocat that's like you know not oh. normally around the street cats, but she's trying to tell them like you know you can't. Play me. You can't just assume I have no street smarts. I'm no mark.
1: That actually checks out so much, except she would be a (laughs) she. She'd she'd be an easy mark.
0: I mean, isn't that the thing though? If you're saying I'm no mark and like saying I have street smarts, it means you don't.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: Yeah, so I think Lloyd Collins with "I landed on him" is real.
1: Okay, you're correct. (laughs) Wow. Floyd Collins is this like is this show about like this guy who fell down a well or something and he was a real guy I think and like it and is they made like... a
0: musical about him. <laughs> yeah, why? Um, got... I really like the the head canon that that is I the sequel too. to Star Men, but Star Men was never made.
1: I do too. Yeah, no, th- this show like, Star is Man like Starman was of the- written
0: but never produced. But it was written in like Ooh. the 70s at the height of the space race, and it got buried uh, because of its content. And then in like the 2000s, oh. it became like a hip thing to like that is so good. have read the old manuscript for. I guess you would just call it a script for <laughs> Starmen. So then oh. they decided like people revivalists kind of made Floyd Collins.
1: Oh, I love that so much. But yeah, no, it's it's about a guy who fell down a well, and it ran for twenty five performances. Which, if that doesn't mean anything to you, it basically ran for like a week or something.
0: Gotcha. Like okay, I was gonna say, wow, out. that ran a long time, huh? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that ran ran a short time, huh?
1: Yeah. Um, all right, are you ready for your next one?
0: Of course.
1: Okay. Pretty music from a show called Parade, or Little Goodbye. From a show called Sweet Streets.
0: Alright, alright. Uh Parade, while you would think it's about like an actual parade, maybe a pride parade. No, no, no. It's about the magazine. It's like the <laughs> post, except it's way less dramatic and it's about the history of parade magazine. So it's like, oh, how did they get uh <laughs> uh Abigail Savant to be the the advice columnist where do they come up with all those fun little riddles and brain teasers how do they know how much money everyone makes and pretty music is just like about you know the office culture that they normally have like a light rock station on while people are working
1: <laughs> uh-huh yeah you got it
0: okay yeah uh sweet street was about so they couldn't use the actual name but uh uh, oh, fuck. Wait, my brain is broken in three different ways. I thought for for a moment, you know what? I'll just roll with it. Okay. I was gonna t- tell you about the history of the candy Coronation Streets, but I'm thinking of celebrations and the TV show Coronation <laughs> Street. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> galaxy well, aren't Quality Street. There we go. Okay, I was like, okay. one of those candies has Street in the name. <laughs> no, Sweet Street <laughs> is about uh. It's all about Quality Street, which I think is the Cadbury box of candies. Okay, I'm gonna roll with that. All right. So yeah, it's about it's like a it was kind of an off Broadway kind of or like off West End competitor to like mm. when the uh, the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka movie was really big. Mm-hmm. So it was like oh you know what candy that's the hip thing right now let's make one all about a uh, Quality Street and let's pretend it's an actual street called Sweet Street and what was the song called?
1: a uh, little goodbye.
0: Okay, yeah, that's like in the end when like Willy Wonka is like what happened to the boy who got everything he wanted? He lived happily ever after or whatever, <laughs> which oh, I don't even know. Something went wrong in translation there. But <laughs> yeah, little goodbye is just that scene where it's like you've won, Billy. You're now the mayor of Sweet Street. <laughs>
1: You're now the head of the neighborhood watch on Sweet Street.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's it's not like winning the chocolate factory. They couldn't <laughs> make it too similar to the Willy Wonka story or they would have gotten sued.
1: I like this idea that you have that all musicals are like cheap imitations of things that are currently popular.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I might be revealing an anti-musical bias. <laughs>
1: Most usually if somebody wants to make a musical but the movie already exists they just make the
0: musical of a movie. Well, I mean the the Willy Wonka from the 70s was like already really stretching it from the books and like didn't necessarily have like Roald Dahl's uh blessing to make that movie. Yeah. So it changed a lot just to make that movie. So I think they were on edge that like if anyone tried to get close to them they were going to sue. So yeah, if someone just made the Willy Wonka musical at the time, they would have been like, "Oh hell no!" Like, true, we're we're struggling to keep ourselves from being sued right now. So
1: which one do you think is real? Sweet
0: Street, oh Sweet Street, of course.
1: You think Sweet 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 Sweet? Oh God, what did I do? Sweet Sweet with uh,
0: (laughs) Whittle Goodbyes.
1: It's real. You well, you are wrong. Pretty music from Uh, Parade is uh, Parade is a real. A uh, real sad musical about a, a trial of a Jewish man in uh, like the nineteen tens or some shit.
0: Not Jason about the workplace culture around Parade magazine.
1: No, but maybe that's maybe maybe that's the other one.
0: That Sweet Street I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Hello, Father from Bat Boy, or <laughs> or Star Song from Cat Boyfriend.
0: Oh, man, okay, so Cat Boyfriend has come up in, like, from RNN before, I think. What's the song called really? in Cat Boyfriend? Star Song. Star Song in Cat Boyfriend. That one's, I'm just going <laughs> to preface all this by saying that's fake as hell. Like, I don't know how, how this neural network keeps landing on that You're phrase, but I swear I've, I've seen Cat Boyfriend in, before? like, six different generations. That's nuts. Um... Uh, on the other hand, what on earth would the other thing be about? Hello, father, <laughs> in Bat Boy. Boy. Yeah. So this is a favorite story of mine. I'm sure you've heard it. Are you familiar with the News of the World's story, the Bat Boy or the Bat Child?
1: I mean, if if we're if if we're sure that Cat Boyfriend is fake, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you that this is a musical about that.
0: About what? This
1: is a real musical about Bat about that Bat Boy story. Yeah.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah,
1: by uh, holy uh, shit, Pasek and and Paul. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. I've never
1: listened to it, but I've been told
0: that I should. Oh my god, I want to listen to it now. I love the Bat Boy.
1: I yeah I like kind of forgot what that like image looked like and so when I was Googling this I like super hated you're like, it. Oh,
0: that's that weird shit Justin likes.
1: <laughs> I just hate that image so much. I don't. It just it's does so not do good iconic. things for me. iconic. If
0: you're not familiar with a uh, '90s tabloid sensation, the Bat Boy or the Bat Child, please Google Bat Boy News of the World. <laughs> Is it News of the World?
1: Uh, I think you're right, but I'm I'm not Hell sure. Hell yeah. But yeah, I think this My is like
0: encyclopedic memory for tabloid stories <laughs> from before I was born.
1: But yeah, it's like a fictionalized uh story about <laughs> the
0: bat boy. <laughs> yeah, it's a boy who is like a hybrid like bat human and it's like one week at the grocery store you'd see this like gross picture of the bat boy and it would say like bat boy born in like Tennessee. And then like a month later you'd be grabbing groceries and it would say, Bat Boy Escaped on the run and you know, the story kind of told itself through these headlines over a series of grocery shopping trips <laughs> that people didn't ever have to buy this magazine to get this story like doled out to them one part at a time. Terrible business model, but cultural <laughs> yeah. touchstone.
1: Yeah. No, I I now thinking and talking about it, I'm probably gonna have to listen to this show this week. But yeah. Hello Father from Bat Boy. It's real. I the really Bat Boy hope is real. that is just Heard like a first.
0: Hello Father. <laughs> Hello Mother.
1: It probably is.
0: Yeah, this it seems like a low rent musical about <laughs> not not to be confused with rent musical. <laughs> is a low rent musical about a low rent tabloid story.
1: I mean it's by like a a popular writing team who did La La Land and uh, uh Dear Evan Hansen but this was like their I'm first in, shit.
0: I am beyond anything I've ever been in on. I am in <laughs> on like a professionally made Bat Boy musical.
1: All right. You ready for the next one?
0: Yeah, bring it on. Okay.
1: Do take your turn from a show called Beauty Town or snuff that girl from a show called Town.
0: All right. Um so, I already do know that you're in town is real. Okay, I, I don't wasn't know sure where I know would. that from. Okay, cool. Um snuff that girl. It's probably just, you know, kill that girl. The other one was called uh, I had a joke in mind, but then I heard something I knew. What was what was any of this for the the first one?
1: Do take your turn from Beauty Town.
0: Uh okay. So, you were trying to trick me with that one because do take your turn was from chess. It was a uh, one of the British chess players trying to passive aggressively say like, you know, clocks are ticking.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. That was actually from chess. Uh, it's from the one part in chess where they actually play chess, uh, which is not
0: often. Wait, is it actually from chess?
1: No, no.
0: Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> you delivered it in like that. That was the unremarkable part, and the fact that they play chess is remarkable. I was like, whoa, wait for real.
1: We got three more. How about All All Time from Big Rock Angel or Poor Little Person from Henry Sweet Henry?
0: All right. Uh, Let's start with All Time from Big Little Rock Angel.
1: Big Rock Angel.
0: I know I literally just said the name of the song, but I'm completely blanking on it. (laughs)
1: All Time.
0: (laughs) All Time by Big Rock Angel. All right. I think that was like a Nickelodeon- like. Jonas Brother, like it was a big time rush, (laughs) but it was like they couldn't just reuse the same fake band name. So they had to like make a new Mm -hmm. fake boy band. Yeah, that makes sense. Like for their musical like. It wasn't like a Broadway show. It was like one of them touring shows, like a not not an imitation game <laughs> touring show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I made myself laugh there. Uh it was a touring show like a Disney on Ice kind of thing, mm-hmm. but they would have like this <laughs> musical about a boy band called <laughs> Big Rock Angel. Okay, yeah. And yeah, uh all time was just like, you know, the big anthemy song near the end.
1: Okay, yeah. Checks out.
0: And the other one was PLP in HSH. Yeah. What what did PLP stand for? I only remember. I I like write like these like quarter of a joke (laughs) in my head.
1: Uh poor little person from Henry Sweet Henry.
0: Right. Yeah, I remembered Henry Sweet Henry. Poor little person (laughs) in Henry Sweet Henry. Okay. Um so your emphasis is wrong. Um it's actually poor little person. Okay. It's it's just about a little person who loses his job and, you know, oh, doesn't man. have any money. Mm-hmm. Um is Henry Sweet, sweet Henry. Henry is like a it's like an author insert kind of thing where it's like the character that does everything right and everyone loves him. <laughs> Henry Sweet Henry, they all call him and it sucked and no one liked it because it was like this guy doesn't have any flaws. He's so boring. <laughs> you got yeah. it? All right, cool. Which one's real? Uh, both of them.
1: Oh. Okay,
0: <laughs> now, I'll say uh, uh, I'll say Henry Sweet Henry is real. You would be right. Nice. Henry
1: Sweet Henry, another one I literally have never heard of before today. Next, Michael in the Bathroom from a show called Be More Chill or A Little Dick from Sundress the Musical.
0: Okay, A Little Dick from Sundress the Musical <laughs> is blatantly real, <laughs> I think. Okay. Um, It's flagrantly real. That's like a- a story about someone who you know it's his discovery that he i mean it's it's basically uh what's that one where it's like the kid discovers he wants to be a drag queen
1: um like a kid Well it's this that? too.
0: I don't know. I think that's a thing. But I this think, is okay. that where it's like the it's the sundress is like the the titular outfit that he wears when mm. he does drag okay. and a little dick is i mean the, the it's obvious. The other option here was David in the bathroom. Michael. David in Michael bathroom.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Michael in the bathroom in a musical called "Be More Chill." Be more chill. Uh, um, yeah. So this is about. Uh, really uptight like helicopter parents, <laughs> and they they just move in next to like a local drug dealer and he starts selling them weed and then they, they chill they, they chill
1: it's <laughs> like not a bad concept,
0: yeah, um, and the yeah, Michael in the bathroom is just like normally like they you know they're obsessive when like their seven year old kid is like needs to take a bath or a shower or whatever seven year olds take <laughs> And they're like, Michael, are you okay in there? Like, are you drowning? And yeah, after they start, you know they start smoking with their, their dealer neighbor, then they're just like, uh, eh, you know, Michael's in the bathroom, whatever, he's fine.
1: Okay. Uh so yep. wait, what's what's your decision here?
0: Sundress is super real.
1: Sundress is
0: super fake. Wow, good <laughs> job. you and the neural net on that one,
1: yeah, um, a little dick was just like so good I couldn't even believe it I like it was it was something I had to like check if it was in the data set. <laughs> it was not um it was a
0: crazy combination of like <laughs> plausible musical and song match <laughs> like beyond any of the real matches I've heard so far
1: <laughs> yeah, be more chill is a is a very popular like kind of, it's a kind of like. Um, popular with teens kind of show that's heading to Broadway this season, actually, by Joe Iconis. And the last one, the last set is I Am Bland from a show called Santa or <laughs> or Your Texas from a show called Giant.
0: Alright. I Am Bland from Santa. Um, this is a it, it You would think it's like a family musical or like holiday thing. No, this is like a, a dark comedy mm. to the point of like just being a tragedy of like Santa. It's like if Santa had a midlife crisis, but since he's immortal, it's more just like should Santa just like give it all up entirely. Um, wow. And yeah, this is a big song at the beginning of the musical when he's first kind of addressing these feelings of... uh you know, of just being tired and uh uh what's the what's the Frenchy kind of word for like being tired of life ennui yes, <laughs> this is Santa's ennui song <laughs> I am bland
1: there's one in every musical, an ennui song
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, there's I want songs, it's... there's
1: eleven o'clock numbers, and there's ennui songs,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all of that is funny if you understand musicals, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so that's Santa's ennui song. And then the other one was <laughs> called Your, your Texas, Texas. Yeah. From a show called Big Star. Giant. <laughs> giant Star.
1: Just Giant.
0: <laughs> Just Giant, I know. Okay. Uh Giant. So Giant is about uh it's about the supermarket giant. Mhm. And <laughs> Your Texas is um it's not like the Texas that you own. It's you apostrophe re Texas. So this is from when <laughs> at the beginning of the show, it's giant the the grocery store trying to figure out where they're going to expand their business to. Um, they're concentrated somewhat heavily in the Northeast, the East Coast. So they decided, you know, let's let's divvy up the map, get all the best sales reps to cover one area and the main character is a, a sales rep and the boss points at him and says you're texas <laughs> and that kind mm. of kind of establishes his uh his goals his aspirations for the rest of the musical yeah yeah
1: so which one's real
0: uh giant with your texas <laughs> <Yeah>. is real
1: <laughs> uh yeah yeah santa is not a real musical though it will be mm. now because that's honestly a great concept for
0: a musical yeah and just you know, get that on song in there, and it's a real musical. Yeah, um, you did pretty good. Uh, I didn't keep
1: track of which ones you got wrong and right, but I think you only got like two wrong, so you did pretty good. They're probably pretty easy to pick out, but a
0: fair few you... of them I was guessing and then surprised really? when I guessed correctly. Oh
1: wow, well nice.
0: Uh, yeah, I think the only ones I had a, a reasonable feeling on there was I. I think I knew Giant was real. Yeah. or at least I knew in that combination <laughs> there was no way was I was going to be wrong. <laughs> and then you're in town, I yeah. knew. But I feel like the rest of them I was at least like unsure of how it would go.
1: Well, nice. Um yeah, so I used TextGen RNN uh, by Max Wolf to make those fake ones. Um, it's a super easy to use uh, neural network that you can train on any kind of uh, data set that you've got and uh, generate some wacky little uh, examples of that kind of of, of that thing. Um, yeah, and-, and if
0: you've been like sitting back and saying like. Uh, yeah, it's probably easy to use if you know how to code. Like, nah, no. it's easy to use if you don't know how to code. I know
1: nothing. I know nothing. Even
0: if you, so you can even go play around with text RNN on uh. There's a Jupyter notebook about it. I think if you just go to GitHub.com/slash, minimaxir, minimaxir, ir mini max mini max mini mac hey max yeah. If you go to text <laughs> GitHub page. Uh, you, Jupyter Notebook's awesome because it works right in your browser, so you can like play around with it a little bit and like check it out, see how easy it is without having to download anything, yeah. and like, yeah, Max Wolf made a really nice little like mess around with this in the browser. Yeah. He made this like six months ago, uh, and I've just been meaning to mention it for like six months, <laughs> but better late than never.
1: Well, yeah, that's our, that's the show. <laughs> that's- <laughs> That's
0: what, yes, more catchphrases.
1: That's what they say at the end of every musical. That was that was actually that was uh, one. for right the, at,
0: wait, so it's Ani song, eleven yeah. o'clock song, yes, uh, Umami song, uh-huh. and then yeah. that's the show.
1: Yeah, that's that's the structure of every musical. If you really break them down, you can you can uh, you can break any musical that there is into that structure. They they've all they've all got those different parts, <laughs> including cool. the part at the end when a character says, "That's the show." Um,
0: yeah, sometimes you don't hear it, but it's there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, if you would like to get into contact with us, you can do a number of things. You could email us at robots at batcamp.org. You could follow us on Twitter at robottypewriter. You could follow us on Facebook or whatever you do on Facebook. And we live on a website called Batcamp. And our theme song is Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi. I I have a couple of uh, runners up uh, musicals and yeah. um, I
0: figured you would yeah. have some because I I didn't even bother looking for anything. Text and yeah. is like the master of this this part of the show.
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll tell you my favorite runner up that th- th- they didn't make it in because they were just like blatantly not real. Um, my favorite one was a song title called <laughs> Can I Google the Shat.
0: Can I Google the shack? The
1: the shat. S H A T T. Uh, This one is kind of crazy. Drugs, rheumatician, Sarah God, comma. I beetlingly die. Beetle, like spelled like a bug. Beetle. I beetlingly die.
0: Wow, that's really disturbing.
1: Yeah. And then I'll, I'll end with this one because it made me laugh. So there is a musical called Big Fish, and it's like an adaptation of the, the movie Big Fish. Um, mm-hmm. it, the, the RNN turned out Big Filet.
0: <laughs> a parody <laughs> it, musical. Uh, yeah, of Big Fish. I couldn't believe it. It was so good. Um, wow.
1: That's all I got. That's that. Oh, another one I liked was The Man Man Man. trashy toy and um, <laughs> whoa! Oh my god, that terrified Sorry, me.
0: I tried, I was like, "How do I mute <laughs> any of this?" Then I was like, "I will just not do anything. I will just sneeze loudly."
1: It just scared the shit out of me for some reason. I um, was
0: momentarily like, "Where's my mute button?" Then I was like, "That makes no sense. <laughs> just sneeze. <laughs>
1: just sneeze." They yeah. So what I've done is I've generated a. I generated right a bit. Whoop! <laughs> I just malfunctioned.